I was actually uh, listening to the Deep Purple podcast not that long ago. You're listening to the Deep Purple podcast, a fan podcast about one of the most legendary bands of all time, Deep Purple. We take a look at the music, history, and people behind the band Deep Purple and beyond. Welcome to the Deep Purple Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to one of the greatest bands in rock history, Deep Purple. Today's episode is episode number 83, Hughes Thrall Videos, and coming to you from the slightly depressed suburbs of Chicago, I'm your host, Nathan Beaudry. And coming to you from the spooky suburbs of Providence, <laughs> John Salwin Matola. Wait, wait, John what? Salwin. Salwin? Yeah. What, is, what does that mean? That's the uh, the um, the the uh, the pre-Christian Celtic <laughs> festival, <laughs> okay. which means summer's end. Oh, summer's out. Oh, summer ended a while ago around here. It was freaking snowing which, here today. Well, that's oh, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, that's how Halloween started, and I know that like at this point, like Halloween will be like you know a week or two in the past, but. You know, Halloween is coming up this weekend. It's, it's all it's Halloween. So. It's all Hallows Eve Eve here when we're recording. Yeah. So, ooh, spooky. <laughs> we have the, the spookiest theme of all today. We're going to be talking about Hughes Thrall videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about the hair. Ooh, Glenn Hughes. <laughs> Glenn Booze. <laughs> <laughs> And Pat Thrall. <laughs> Pat Thrapalling. That's a stretch. <laughs> hey, we just came up with this now, so give us a break. Sowin. Okay? See, I'm learning something. I didn't know about the Sowin thing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's if you look at it, if you look at the way that it's spelled and you don't know any, you think it's Sam Hain, but it's not pronounced that. Sam Hain. Yes, S-A-M-H-A-I-N, which, you know, of course, like an idiot, I thought it was for years until I was like, then I heard the real pronunciation. I'm like, I'm glad I never said it out loud. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. So, yeah, some of those things we, like we have, uh, we have Punchki Day here. Do you know what Punchkis are? Isn't that a filled donut? Yes. Thing, right? Yeah. And I'd never even heard of it until I moved here. And they're like, oh, it's Punchki Day. I'm like, what? It, it was Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday, but they call it Punchki right. Day around here because they uh, they make punchkis and eat them and they're delicious. But it punchki is do you know do you know how it's spelled? Yeah, it's spelled like Pax because he Pax. Yeah, P A C Z K I. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, yeah it was my a, old job. We used to carry them and we'd oh see really? Thing where we'd be like Paxki in Rhode know? Island. See, I never even heard yeah. of them when I was in Rhode Island. Yeah. I never heard of them until I moved here. And the place like, right down the street from where I work makes like the best ones in the world. So like every year we uh, go pick some up and not that I'm yeah. like a huge connoisseur having just learned about them a few years back, but yeah, man, they're fantastic. They are delish. Delicious donuts. But so, Hey, we're, you know, we're here, uh, you know, for us, it's almost Halloween time and you know, we're, uh, it's getting colder out. The kids can't go outside. It's definitely uh, getting a little trickier and people are, uh, getting a little tired of being stuck in the house and such. So we, we went out, um, they closed, they, they, they moved us back and closed all restaurants again, starting, uh, last Friday. Mm -hmm. 
So on Thursday, we went out to this place uh, in Aurora. It's called the Roundhouse. It's just, it's basically a big, you know, it was a roundhouse where they would they pull the train into it and then put it on a track where they can spin the train around and shoot it back out the other way. So it's huge. And that big circular portion is all outdoors. And there was nobody there. Like there was probably like maybe five or six other tables and like the amount of space for almost like a like a football field <laughs> or a half yeah. a football field maybe. Wow. Uh, so, so um yeah, we were like, well, they're closing the restaurants tomorrow. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it's probably gonna be packed, but we'll, but we'll go early tonight and we'll at least take the kids out one last time before uh before the new year. And we got there and we're like, oh man, we've got the whole place to ourselves. So So it's just like being at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, except it's at least a change of scenery. And, you know, the kids, like, even if you're doing the same thing as you, if you were just at home, you're like, well, right. The kids mentally know they're not at home and it's at least breaking it up with something. Uh, yeah. I mean, interesting um, winter. Yeah. Cases have, you know, gone up here too, but there's no talk of anything closing down as of yet. It's just the whole like, you know, don't have, don't have Halloween parties. Don't get together for the holidays. And then like, you know, one of my stupid cousins posts a picture of a fucking Halloween party that she had like the day after. And I'm just like, you know, you, like do it, but don't like advertise it. You dummy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pissing people off, you know? And, um, and where my brother lives, they closed everything down again, which is yeah, not great. So Yep. Um, here we go again. Yeah. And so I'm like, sure everyone's you know, and in America, six, everyone here is gonna PM. gonna have a big Thanksgiving thing, and then by Christmas, the hospitals will be full. So, I mean, you can you can see it coming down Broadway, but here we are again. So, well, I mean, you know, um, I just feel like if everybody is responsible, uh, which you know is asking a lot, <laughs> which will will not happen <laughs> under any circumstances. Well, like, I mean, we're having some like small family get togethers, my family, but yeah. it's like, like five or six people, but at my family's house, they're, they're starting to like, because the cases have gone up, they, you know, my, like my aunt was like, um, I want everybody to wear masks in the house. Like you would at mm -hmm. a restaurant. And then if we sit down to eat, then we can take them off. And I'm just like, well, I mean, if I'm going to do it, when I go out in public, I could certainly do it for my family. It's just yeah, sure. kind of weird because you feel like when you go into you know, somebody's house that you've been going to your whole life. And then all of a sudden you, you know, it feels very formal or yeah. weird, but I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? You know I mean? It's like, I don't, I don't want to hurt, you know, I mean, Hey, if it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then the, the least that happens is that we've inconvenienced ourselves just a little bit by wearing some cloth over our faces. Yeah. It's right? a pretty minor inconvenience. And honestly, in the cold yes. weather, like a kind of, it's nice having the mask on. It keeps your face nice and warm. I was, you know, I was going to say that there was one morning where it was really brisk. And when I was walking into work, I always put it on before yeah. I walked through the door. And I'm like, actually, this is kind of toasty. <laughs> yeah. I'm I can get, get used feel, to this. It's like every so often, like for Halloween or something, I'd shave my beard off. And it's always like, and it's Halloween time. So I'm like, ooh, it's cold out here without, without a beard. <laughs> now I forgot the extra layer and it's, it's pretty nice. Uh. <laughs> um. So yeah, so hey, if you want to support this show, if this is your first time listening to the Deep Purple podcast, you're probably thinking, uh, when are they going to get to the Deep Purple stuff? Um, well, we, we get there because of people like you, people, the, the great listeners, for as little as $1 a month support our show. You know, we could we could pack this show with ads. I don't know how much money we'd make from it, but we've got offers from our, our, po our podcast host to put ads. But hey, rather than put ads on and, you know, advertise whatever, uh, whatever local... Uh, 
auto insurance company you have or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. You know, we Razors wanna, or, you know. Ra- yeah, Harry's Shave Club or whatever it is. Dollar Shave Club. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we want to, you know, we get supported directly from you. So all you have to do is hear us talk about our amazing patrons. Uh, you can become a patron on Patreon or donate through PayPal. You can also listen, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Checking really quick. Oh, man, we've been in a real drought for that. No no new uh, podcast reviews. But our no, patrons... for over a month. No, yeah. it's been a while. Um, our patrons do come through. Uh, they always do. Starting with Steve Seaborg at the $25 Super Trooper tier. The $20 Shades of Deep Pockets tier, Ryan M. The $15 Highball Shooter tier, Alan Ain't Too Proud to Beg. The Turn It Up to $11 tier, we have Frank Teelgard Mortensen and Clay Wambacher. At the $10 Someone Came tier, Gerald Kelly. At the episode $6.66 tier, Richard Fusey. At the $5.99 Nice Price tier, Fielding Fowler. The $5 Money Lender tier, we've got Greg Sealbeek, John Confrey, Arthur Smith, German Heindel, Adrian Hernandez and Kenny Wymore at the $3 Nobody's Perfect tier, Peter Gardo, Ian DeRosier, Mark Roback, Anton Glaving, and Will Porter, and at the $1 Made Up Name tier, Els Murders, Spacey Noodles, The Appalling Leaky Mausoleum, and Michael Vader. That's kind of our Halloween tier right now. All the, you just picture people like, you know, Spacey Noodles, like an astronaut with spaghetti coming out of the mask, and Els Murders, you know, Leaky Mausoleum, all these, you know, all these great Halloween visuals. That's the, the Halloween tier this week. Thank you, guys. Mm. And we need some new made-up name uh, patrons. So if you want to make up a f- fake name, um, please do so and become a $1 tier. Or donate even more and use your real name. That's even better. We, whatever, However you want to do it, please do. Um, and of course, thanks to everybody at the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Uh, the new kid on the block, our good friend Scott Haskin at the Magicians Podcast, which would have just done its last uh, or its first episode. Um, uh, right. Well, actually, at this point, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be about two weeks. It might have about two episodes out. Uh, so really looking forward to checking that out when it comes out. Uh, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Skinnered Reconsidered, T-Bones Prime Cuts, and In the Lap of the Pods, The Queen Podcast. Please check them all out. And of course, Jorg Planer, our patron saint and archivist for all the work that he does to support the show. Um, all right. So now we were t- we were talking a little bit before the show starts, which is always a no-no. You're going to save it for the show. But um, this week we're here to talk about Hughes Thrall videos. So so they had, you know, there's more than one. There's multiple videos that Hughes Thrall actually uh, actually put out. And well, I think that's the only thing we're guilty of talking about was I was like, oh, I mean, okay. So they had a video and you're like videos and I'm like, how many? And you're like a few. And I'm I said a few. Jeez, I, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I wasn't aware of that. And that's really the only thing we, I found out before we hit record. Yep. So yeah, we've got, there's, there's a few videos. Um, the first off is is kind of well, it's not really a, it's not a music video, but it's a video of uh, let's let's check it out. But it's it's basically a video of uh, Hughes and Thrall uh, on Japanese TV being interviewed. The sound quality is a little iffy, and they're kind of playing they're playing like the music behind them talking, and it's a little bit um, high in the mix, so it's a little hard to hear. But interesting seeing them both kind of being interviewed. Some interesting kind of. Stuff they're talking about, um, so we could just roll through that real quick, and um, it's only a few minutes long, and and uh, 
see uh, Glenn and Pat talking to Japanese TV. Uh, see, you have been generally known for right. Glenn, who's a lot of deep purple, and you once played with uh, Stomi Yamashita of Japan. How about uh, introducing your musical career, just briefly? In 1970, I, was, I formed a group called Trapeze, which um, was an English group, but we played mainly in America. Oh, yeah. And um, we did three albums called uh, Trapeze, and then Medusa, and then you are the music where just the band. Mm. Kind of looks like Medusa with that hair. Adrian D. Purple in <laughs> May of 73. And that, uh, then uh, maybe covered the... Yes. John, yeah, right. And Richie and John and Ian. Mm. That lasted till 77. Yeah. And um, what happened, I did uh, a solo record, which was released in Japan. But I left the Deep Purple Corporation, as such, the management and the, the group and everything. And took some time out of the, the, the recording industry mm -hmm. to find the, the partner, which is Pat. Yeah. And you have been playing guitar since when? Uh, I started playing when I was 16 years old. 16, yeah. Right. And, and um, played in all the bands that I could play in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Top 40 bands, you know, yeah. all that. Mm -hmm. And then I met Michael Shreve from Santana. Oh, yes. Right? And we put a band together called Automatic Man. Automatic. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, Michael was working with Stomi Yamashita. Mm -hmm. And so we went over to England, and the first album that I ever did was Stomi Yamashita Go. Yeah. Right? And that was um, 1976. Mm -hmm. And then we did Automatic Man at the same time. And that album came out that same year. Oh. But before you met with each other for the first time, did you know... Um, um, what do you have been doing? Yeah, well, he, he heard my solo record, Turn Me Out. Oh. And he liked the, the the screening of California Jam and Deep Purple, you know? Oh, yeah. California. And he saw that and he liked that. Yeah, yeah. So then they cut to the actual California Jam here. <laughs> Sorry, if you're watching this on YouTube, the video quality is absolutely abysmal. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> always, it's always good seeing the amps blow up again. I mean, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, I never get tired of that. So when you first met uh, met with each other, is it uh, is it in a gig? What they call it a gig? No, we met um, when I was playing with Pat Travers. Oh. Because Pat Travers had played on Glenn Solo. Right. Uh -huh. Playing me out. Uh -huh. And so when I joined Pat Travers, um, the first night that I, that I was with him, he played Glenn Solo well. Uh -huh. And so I said, yeah. who is that masked man? Oh, and yes. so, um, so we were introduced through Pat Travers' manager. Is your song. <laughs> the video is really blurry, but you can tell that that's it, Tommy. Yeah, Aldridge. I know. Even though the video is terrible, <laughs> you can see that that head moving around. That's the, yeah. Nobody else on the drums has hair like that. Uh. And um, on this record, like, there's four instruments. And so we will hire a drummer and a keyboard player. Mm -hmm. And the next record, if we have a string, you know, or, or, or horns, mm -hmm. we just hire the same people for the road, too. Oh, yeah. So whatever the situation would be, we'll just do it like that. Mm -hmm. 
in the concert too. Yes. Yeah. There's there's one the before. Well, then, yeah. On this first tour, there will be four. Let's uh, uh, get into this. I got your number. Is I that? got your number is the first cut on the album, mm. and uh, this is a basically what we're going to be doing. Every one of the first things we do on stage will be this kind of song. So it will prepare our Japanese fans for. Yeah. And we hope you like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then I guess he's at that point they're introducing the I got your number video so I guess they're going to play it mm-hmm. um, but yeah some interesting stuff there I thought m- most of which was um, him talking about how like oh it's Hughes Thrall it's just the two of us on this album and then you know in the future um, you know we'll rotate in different drummers and different keyboard players so he had this idea you know it's it's funny seeing him they're kind of setting it up like this is oh yeah we're going to be doing this for 30 years you know <laughs> just constantly yeah. they did the one album and that was kind of it um or as we'll get to later there was a little bit more but um it's an interesting interesting concept to, to call it kind of huge thrall and rotate kind of almost like a steely dance sort of situation just rotating in a different cast of characters and um doing different things about <laughs> yeah right exactly a little roundabout <laughs> two here um so the first the first song he brings up is the I Got Your Number video, uh, which we can play. And maybe we should just kind of like, uh, you know, pause it and talk about it in, in, in the middle of the video. I know we have some. Uh, we Our good friend Rich always comments when we do visual episodes because, <laughs> um, you know, uh, some people love it. Some people uh, have a hard time uh, with the visual episodes. And I actually have a friend. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, it's, it's called Aphantasia. I don't think so. So it's a it's it's a um, I don't know what you would call it. It's a uh, it's a mental condition, I guess, where um, and they really didn't know much about it until pretty recently. It was pretty much completely unstudied up until maybe about ten years ago. And basically, what it is is you, it's. And who knows? Maybe one, maybe you have it, and we don't even know. But um, a, a, a couple, a friend, a couple, of, a friend of ours stayed with us recently, and and we sh- we we had been talking with her on and off, and knew that she had this because this big article came out about it, and then she was talking to people about it and realized she had it, and then it's just kind of like, like making kind of like freaking her out. So basically, what it is is that you can't visualize something when somebody's telling you about it. So if I tell you, uh, think about Glenn Hughes, like in your head, can you picture Glenn Hughes? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have aphantasia, but a a, a large enough portion of the population has this where, um, I I don't know, it might be something like one or 2% of people have this. So basically, um, they can't visualize it. They can't picture it. Like it's, completely impossible it's completely alien to them um and my friend who has it she was saying like she basically thought when people were saying that that was kind of like a a like a figure or not a figure of speech but like a uh, a metaphor or something like they're like oh visualize this she was like yeah whatever like thought it was kind of like yoga nonsense like kind of like oh sure yeah i can feel my third eye or whatever like yeah whatever um (laughs) but so her whole life up until like a few years ago when this like when they started really studying it and these articles started coming out about it she was like wait a second like you you when you you say you've seen something when you close your eyes you're actually seeing it and it's like 
it's fascinating to her, but it, it's kind of <laughs> like, um, so when she's reading this article about describing this condition, it's like some people can't visualize things when they close their eyes. She's like, what do you mean? Like people can actually do that. So it's kind of like if you were reading an article, that says, you know, some people can't fly, you know, and just take off and just start flying on their own. You'd be like, wait, other people can do that. <laughs> so it's really, really shocking. So I wonder mm -hmm. like if some people, the people that ha that don't like the visual element of things, if, if, if some of them might have something like that going on. I don't know. I, I think that I think they're just annoyed they can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, think were, in talking with know, her, I think the annoyance is then that like I can't see it, but I also can't visualize it. Like I, you know. No, I get it. I get what you're describing, but it's like, um, like I have a picture in my head of what I think something's gonna be like. Like I remember they don't do it that often, but like uh, Pot of Thunder had a episode where they, and they even said it, we don't do it very often. We don't do the video with mm -hmm. it, but there was a video to this song that was just like completely ridiculous. It was like, a, you know, several months back, maybe um, one of the eighties songs that they did. And they were just like, you know, they, they do the start and stop thing with their songs and they were just like cracking up at all this stuff. And I was picturing it, but yeah. at the same time, I was thinking to myself, like, I have to, after the show's over, I have to go watch this because yeah. I want to see what it actually looks like. But I had a, visual based on what they were saying and laughing about and everything of like what it could look like. Uh, but I mean, if I didn't at all, then I could see how frustrating it would be. It's just like, look, look at this, the, the way he's headbanging and everything. And I had this image of like somebody ridiculously headbanging, but you know, I wanted to see how it actually looked, but right. You know, so it's, um, yeah, I'm probably overthinking it, but I think it's pretty fascinating yeah. that there's, there's folks out there that, that have this and, you know, uh, she basically she's fighting with her family because she thinks a couple of other people in her family have it. And they're like, and I think her family's like, no, no, they, people, they don't know what they're talking about. They can't really see it when they close their eyes. And mm. <laughs> they're kind of in denial. Uh, it's very, very weird, though, because it's it's one of those things that otherwise you'd have. It's very hard to, you know, it's like, what if blue looked like red to you and vice versa? Like, how would you ever find that out? And when you do find it out, you're like, wait, what's going on? Um, but anyway, long way unnecessary tangent we should probably edit all that out but um yeah yeah let's do that <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah so we'll we'll probably do a start stop thing with these and the interesting part about this and i love videos from this era because these would have made me probably in 1982 i love that era of video making because people knew like ah oh, videos it's the new hot thing but people just didn't know how to make videos yet so there's like a really wide gamut uh, that is run in videos in the early 80s when people are like, well, we have a video, but is this what we're supposed to be like? Or do we do it right? Mm -hmm. Like just people have no clue. Um, so you'll kind of get that with when you get into these videos here. So the first one is I got your number. I don't know. Just raise your hand or whatever if you want me to stop it and we can kind of give some commentary on it. But <laughs> you're rolling your eyes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that can't see, I'm rolling my eyes like meh. <laughs> like, According I'm, to Nate. He's, he's well, like, that was, the that was the most ridiculous thing. I uh, Hey, just tell me when you want me to stop the video. <laughs> oh, this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm thinking I probably won't ask you to stop it because it's like it doesn't occur to me. You can stop it when you want. All right. <laughs> well, well, signal me somehow if you want me to stop it. So, um, Like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first one up, we've got 
is actually yeah we're gonna do the look in your eyes everyone's gonna be popping up and they're wearing some pretty faithful recreations if not the actual masks from the cover of the album <laughs> you got the weird fang thing the steel the, the tiger the mardi gras person and then we got it looks like Pat Thrall and Glenn Hughes wearing their own masks. So that's the best because it kind of stops like they're, they're in the mask and it does one of those really badly executed little fades. And then it turns <laughs> to them without the masks and then they're kind of like shambling back and forth with their guitar and their bass. <laughs> like, again, they don't really this isn't this isn't either of their wheelhouses because videos are brand new at this point. Yeah, they don't look comfortable. No, not at all. <laughs> and that woman looked like she was kind of straight out of like like the Robert Palmer uh, uh, Addicted to Love video. She had like the, the, the tight mini skirt and the slick back hair. Mm -hmm. And they're really in the shadow too. You can barely see them. <laughs> a woman in high heels walks by and the man in like the in the whatever leopard mask pulls up on a motorcycle and he's just kind of kind of makes me think of the butterfly ball movie <laughs> probably about bit. the same budget these weird people walking around in animal masks and stuff <laughs> That looks like John Larroquette. <laughs> what? It looks like it looks like that guy. Um, it looks who is it? it? Looks like that guy who did Gangnam Style. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Only with like this really toothy, like you know, metal mask. Yeah, that 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 mask. I feel like we need a mask a mask key up on the on the screen. Yeah. yeah so all these these weirdos are just driving around and walking around <laughs> wearing masks from like the cover of the album. So there's, it's like from behind a piano and these two hands come up. You can't see what they're attached to. And it's like they're miming playing the piano. Yeah, they're like, or it's the, like air. It's a, it's air synth, which yeah, makes no sense. Air synth, the very underrated air synth. And there, I, I think now we've cut to Glenn Hughes and Pat Thrall staying there with the guitars. And it's very much like a Miami Vice kind of looking, at least for Glenn <laughs> Hughes. He's got like yeah. the skinny tie. He's like wearing a black shirt with a white tie and like a, like a blazer. And Pat, Pat Thrall is wearing more like a like a leather shirt or something leather blouse i just think it's funny how like how natural they looked like in like seeing seeing them perform live before and then because you know that they can be dynamic but then you just see like okay action and then they're like they're like cardboard. <laughs> yeah, they just like know? stiffen right up. And I think it's to be expected. It's you're acting that you're, you're asking them to do something that that's not. If you were like, hey, what they should have done was just, hey, perform the song live. 
along to the, the track that we're going to play, make it look like you're actually playing on stage. It probably would have looked totally natural, but the director was probably like, no, you got to do this. You got to get, you know, there's going to be a sunset behind you and you got to, you know, just kind of bebop around. And that's why they look a little stiff and wooden. If for as great right. players they are, they're not dancers. <laughs> yeah. And maybe with those, there's like a lot of shots of the band as a silhouette. They should have probably just gotten people that were actual like dancers to just hold guitars. It wouldn't have mattered and it probably mm. would have looked a lot better. But here we go. Oh, they had uh, Pat Thrall was kind of like singing uh, backgrounds on that. Do you think he was singing backups? I don't remember him being credited as uh, such. They, they do that in like a lot of like early videos is they just have like somebody else do like mime the back background vocals to make it look like they're the background singer. Or they'll have like, yeah, they'll have the drummer like, 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 like doing this and spinning the stick and you know, like this and then singing along with it, even though they don't have a microphone. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you can hear that it's Hughes. So they're like cutting to these weird like faces, like these really grotesque looking faces. I feel bad saying that because they're real people, but <laughs> it's like this close up of this like old lady's lips. It looks like what they're saying in the lyrics don't let them tell you whatever and they're cutting to these people that are like look like they're yelling at you you know one of those very literal videos don't let them put you down there's <laughs> somebody with oh, literally just wagging a, wagging a finger, finger. Ah, I'm oh that's awful <laughs> I know. Oh, well even before when he said um the the look in your eyes and they're like zooming in on this woman who's just sitting there like with with a friggin mask on you can't even see her eyes yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah this this is like way too literal and goofy it reminds it. me of too what we talked about in our Hughes Thrall episode which was that Pat Thrall hated the um hated this uh, album cover so much with like a passion he hated it hated the masks yeah. and all that and here's a video that's basically themed completely featuring them, <laughs> featuring them prominently here pat you know you hate those masks well yeah hold on hold <laughs> on to your hat buckle up there's gonna be a buckle lot of up. them in this video <laughs> because you're gonna be pissed off throughout this whole shoot <laughs> <laughs> they said don't let them get you down or whatever he said and they actually yeah. flashed the word don't on the screen that was like a neon sign this is really actually you know that woman looks like um with that mask on she looks like um what, which one what was that he-man figure battle armor he-man <laughs> Look that up. That's do you like, think, you know, do you think if, you you the... if you punch her in the chest, will it like flip over and I'll be show some damage? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, oh, I, I, I had battle army, man. Yeah. Well, earlier when I was talking about Halloween, I was thinking about Merman because I remember that. <laughs> Aren't you normally just thinking about Merman? Yeah. You know, just I'm like laying around thinking about like, you know, this aquatic, you know, aquatic guy. 
Um, but I was Merman for Halloween once when I was a kid. Because really? It was like a, I, well, I loved He-Man, but he was the only costume available. Oh, of course. Yeah. And it was basically like a mask and then like this like plastic, you know, thing. Like a, know, pa- like, yeah, plastic, like a mo- uh, plastic like poncho that a I probably plastic, had a picture of Merman on it. Yeah, plastic moo. Yeah. But the thing was, is like, I think it was too, and, and like to make it match, I had this like kind of like teal colored sweater. Mm, like because he was that teal color right yep and um but, you know and it was it was cold you know because it was halloween and it used to be you know be cold years ago when before global warming and um <laughs> and i went out with you know my friends and they had like this you know um i don't know, like through the neighborhood like this hayride thing or like whatever it was like mm-hmm. um you know like a tractor was pulling this thing with all the kids on it we go to the houses and the, the costume was too small for me. And in the middle of trick-or-treating, like, the poncho thing, like, just fell apart. It, like, yep. ripped. And I just remember being devastated because I was basically just walking around in a sweater wearing, <laughs> wearing a mask, a merman mask. And I'm like, well, this is just a half-assed car- costume at this point. And I just remember, like, being really upset, you know. Um, Those were so, the worst. Yeah. You'd get them at, like, CVS. And, um, yeah, yeah. And, worst Halloween ever. And, and they... The thing, it even as a kid, it pissed me off. Like it would be like He-Man costume. It's a mask of He-Man, uh, the the cheapest, flimsiest poncho ever that would have a picture of He-Man on it. And I was like, He-Man does not wear a picture of He-Man on him. He has like the battle armor and everything. And it would just always make me so mad. But they were all like that. It was it was almost like this ma- this costume is so shitty. We need to put a picture of what you're trying to be on your chest so people will actually know. <laughs> so people know you're supposed to be He-Man. And it just always made me so mad. Oh. And then, of course, you'd have your winter jacket on on top of it, too, because, like you said, it was cold. Yeah. But here we go. There's, there's, there's a nice profile shot of Husey and Thrall rocking out. Let's see where this goes. They look, like, they look like they're on a treadmill, the both of them, like, together. They're just kind of, like, pumping along while they're carrying their guitar and their bass. It's great. On their Peloton. <laughs> Doesn't it look like they're, they're at, the, they're at the, the thing at the airport? With the, but they're, but they're yeah. walking against it. That's why they're not moving, yeah. you know? Yeah, the speedway. <laughs> oh, the air hands again. They look like they're loosening up a little bit now, but it's still a little it's yeah, it's still not in their wheelhouse. Yeah, this is like at this point, they're halfway through their their day. They've, they've kind of <laughs> kind of loosened up a little bit. Oh, she took oh, the she mask off, folks. Off the mask. She looks oh, like she's go. in front of like a. Uh, like a bodega in New York City that's closed, like it's got that like st- that metal like, grate like rolled garage, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> she's at a payphone, so she's she's at a, like a weird indoor payphone, and she took off her t- her tiger mask, and she's mm. a, a beautiful woman that's on the phone with her slick back hair. It looks like she's like I said, right about to go out of this shoot and go right into addicted to love. Oh, she's wearing a, a tiger print bathing suit. Ooh, oh, that's the worst mask of them all, the sign mask. How bad would it be if she took off that mask and looked worse after? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the worst mask. 
Big improvement yeah, taking the, it the off. Creepiest, yeah. But she's wearing like she looks like she's tr- like almost trying to be like a caveman or something or a cave woman, I should say. Mm. All right, so I'm starting to see the theme of the video here. Is is that everybody's walking around in the masks, and then as the as the video progresses, the the masks are coming off, and it's revealing these hot '80s babes. Yeah, but like at this, the way it's being filmed would indicate that they are like um, it's like a sixth sense type reveal. Like, oh my god, I didn't expect it to be her behind that mask. Like, what a sh- sh- oh, what a twist. You know, it's. It's not like it like or it's almost like you're supposed to know who these women are or if like she, you know, it's 1982. So I don't know if they took the mask off and it was like Nancy Reagan or something. But, oh, my God. I That's a complete shock. But like <laughs> we don't know who these people are. So it's just it's like, haha, you think I'm you think I'm a, a, a tiger. But look, it's me. Some hot woman from the 80s. But you knew <laughs> it was a hot woman already because you see the rest of her body and you figuring. <laughs> It doesn't look like Igor or something under that thing. So I, I, I don't know what they're getting. I mean, I get that. the Oh, I can see the look in your eyes, but I don't think it's. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but it looks like they're just trying to be this huge reveal. And it doesn't seem like there is any reveal. I think it's funnier that if back then they said, hey, look, it's me, a hot woman from the 80s in the 80s. <laughs> you know me from such work as being a hot woman in the 80s. Oh, well, that's what probably what they say now. <laughs> so, so this one so, looks like she's at a, uh, does that say, oh, it says Hughes, the Hughes Thrall logo is behind her in yeah, like neon. Like a, yeah, no, that, I was going to say that that neon logo, that looks like, you know, that looks like a bar I would go to. You know, if I saw that sign out there, I'd be like, ooh, Hughes Thrall. Oh, like, Hughes let's, Thrall. Let's go in there and get some. Boilermakers. <laughs> I would definitely be down for a huge thrall bar. Yeah. I gotta say, overall, like you know, uh, thrall is um, he's a lot um, he's a lot more handsome in the video than he was in the album cover. Like he looks like I I don't know. He just he looked weird in those photo shoots. Like he had this weird. Sh- I think it was just the way that they photographed him. But I remember thinking like his. His haircut sucked and his head was shaped really weird and like, you know, so he looks a lot better here. Hughes is not, this is not his best look. You know? No, he's, no, not his. Getting a little, getting a little puffy. Yeah, this. well, this is kind of like his, his rolling into his mid-80s phase where, you know, looking like right. his, his Black Sabbath look. He just needs to grow in his stubble and get the kind of uh, proto-George Michael look going on. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think. He still for, sounds amazing. but I mean, Oh, he know. sounds incredible, yeah. But yeah, I think like Thrall definitely wears the 80s look a lot better than Hughes does or did rather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I we knew Hughes from the 70s and we liked him in the, the you know, the suspenders and the more cat and, you know, the, the white Travolta <laughs> thing and, you know, whatever else he was wearing at the time, like all that crazy stuff or, you know. And I don't know, I, it's, although some people, they transition into those like other decade looks really well. But I, I just I don't know. I don't like the skinny tie jacket. Right, right. Know. It's it's a little too self-aware. And I, I, a lot of people, this this 
the 80s were not kind to a lot of people. Uh, I think Thrall looks pretty good here. All the women in the video look great because it's just like, you know, you put them in whatever ridiculous 80s wear, they still look good. And Hughes is a really good looking guy, but yeah, he just kind of... Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the wardrobe is coming from, but Hughes, yeah, mm. Hughes looked great in the 70s and in like the 90s and currently, but the 80s, oh, yeah. the 80s didn't, the 80s took a lot of prisoners. <laughs> he must have been one of them. All the women are popping back up with their masks back on. Um, the the video quality of this is pretty awful, but it's very dark yeah. and very hard to like make out. Like, there's a lot of close-ups on Hughes and Thrall on their faces, but mm. most of it's covered. I mean, even if the video quality was improved, I mean, it's half his face is completely in shadow. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what what the, why that decision was made, but. Although I almost wonder a lot of if, shots like, you know, a, uh, a nice, uh, you know, 1080p, you know, crystal clear version of this emerged, <laughs> you know, how uh, how much different it would look, you know, uh, you know, how much shadow or how obscured their faces would actually look. We'll never know. Well, look at this. You can't, I mean, you can't never. see their fretboards or their instruments. You can't see any of Pat Thrall's upper body. Half of his, more than half of his face is covered in shadow. You just see that little sliver. Um, you can't see any of his chin. Hughes is like entire left side is all, on, almost entirely shadow. So I'm sure this was recorded on incredibly crappy film. So even, uh, even the 1080p restoration would be a little, uh, a little <laughs> iffy. Which, which will never happen, by the way. Rob, it unless seems we, unlikely. <laughs> unless we do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so this is really like a like a very um, spooky shot where it, it cuts to them and they look kind of like wax figurines. Almost, it's yeah. it's them wearing their the masks of their own faces. Um, which is actually kind of relevant to today. I'm sure you've seen those masks, those face masks you can buy that cover your yeah. like your mouth, but but it's a photo of your mouth over it, so they yeah, kind of look weird. So it kind of look, <laughs> it kind of looks like that, creepy where it's just very creepy. They look yeah. um, dead. It looks gruesome, grotesque. Well, this kind of reminds me of what was this again? Eighty two. Yep. Yeah. See, I think around the same time, like uh, Kiss did the same thing. They had the "I Love It Loud" video. And at the end, mm -hmm. they all had these these faces with glowing eyes, which were like these kind of almost like cartoonish masks that they wore at the end of the video. And this kind of looks like it um, because mm -hmm. it's it, and it's like creepy in the same way because you're like, OK, they're wearing a weird version of their own face over their own face. And it's like, wow, mm -hmm. what's happening? But and it's, so it's kind of like creepy and cheesy um, in an 80s way at the same time, but I'm wondering if this was like a thing, you know, like for early videos, like, I don't know, a concept. <clears throat> yeah, could have been. Let's close this guy out. Then it cuts, <laughs> just cuts to a picture <laughs> of the, the, the vinyl and the cassette, like lying on a yeah. table. 
Yeah, like, so, don't forget, presumably, if you like this video, don't forget to buy it. Don't forget to buy the album. <laughs> so, shameless yeah, self promotion. Uh, well, why not? That's why they made not, videos. Not the worst video I've ever seen to, to put no, it out there, I mean, but it's still like, pretty. Uh, no, it's very like, you know, it, it's very um, of the time, as they would say, you know, like a lot of parts of it reminded me of like the the women with the the neon signs and everything reminded me of like the like the uh, the that bar in the first Terminator movie. Tech noir. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, if you think of like the the time that it was produced like that, the kiss video and everything, you could see elements of stuff that were popping up in like other parts of like pop culture at the time anyways. And so it's just, you know, you just kind of see like themes or like maybe techniques that were popular at the time, you know, the skinny, the classic shot of they, they keep cutting to one woman and she like turns to the camera and then they cut to another one and she turns to the camera. You know, they, they did that like several times throughout that video. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I think we've discussed before, like the early, early, like um, early music videos. Like nobody knew what the hell they were doing, so they were just like coming up with these like far out, like you know, or they, you know what I mean? They, they like didn't even know what they were doing, so these concepts were just like far out or poorly executed or whatever. So then now years later, they look like really, I guess a kind way to say it would be avant garde. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but. You know, people like way, way in the future could be like, these people are geniuses. You know, he's like, no, they just sucked. <laughs> fine line. It's a fine line. All right. Um, yeah, but no, it was overall, it was very, very uh, entertaining video. I liked it. I've loved the song too. So it's always good to hear that song again. All right. Next video they've mm -hmm. got is um, I Got Your Number. So let's check mm -hmm. out I Got Your Number and see if it's. <laughs> but uh, see if it was refilmed on the same day who knows let's go i got your number i i bet this is gonna have telephones all over it that's my prediction right people on the phone and shit. okay so your prediction is there's gonna be lots of lots of telephones because i got your number you're going the little lots of people on telephones yeah the little route okay well right now we, we're starting up we had started up with this earlier which is just a it looks like almost a runway at night So here, so here we go again. They're just kind of ambling. <laughs> they were ambling around in front of a blue background this time instead of like a reddish orange background. Yep, it was probably filmed on the same day, and they're like, you know what? Let's change the color. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're gonna film this on the same day. Can we at least change the bulbs? Get some blue ones. That will make it look like we did it yeah, on a different day. Let's change the bulbs. Yeah, so it looks like it's a different video. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm sure they, for the production, too, is just like, okay, guys, we're going to play the song. You grab your instruments, dance along to it. Maybe we'll do two takes. And then, you know, it's all done in editing after that. So I'm sure it wasn't, a, you know, they, maybe they do one shot of close-up takes. I'm sure it wasn't uh, anything too advanced. Right. Oh, there's a, no, there's a woman. Instead of wearing a mask, she's wearing, like, red-tinted glasses. I, I, it's a bummer because you can't really see who's on. I don't know if that's Frankie Benali on drums, but you can't see because it's just it's all silhouette at this point. 
It could be like Phil from accounting on drums for all they they care, you know. Like, it doesn't <laughs> it could be anybody. So maybe you were too literal. Literal. I got you were predicting phones. Now they're actually just showing numbers from like a court, like from that court's red uh, number alarm clock that everyone had in the eighties with the wood paneling wow. on the side. They're sh- wow, showing random like they numbers. Might have been even even more literal than I thought. <laughs> I've got your number. Hey, let's put some numbers on the screen. Sounds good. They're not even showing them. They're still in silhouette. Yeah, they're still. Yeah, we have. We still haven't actually seen their faces. For all I know, this could be somebody, some guys in wigs. There have been a couple of close-ups of Pat Thrall playing guitar, like in those little those little licks that he throws in there. Uh, but nothing. Not no visual. Uh, indication that either of them are present at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, it could it could have been anybody. It could have been another guitar player. You know, what it's cat thrall <laughs> in quotes. So this looks yeah, like a woman. It looks like a what? I don't know. It's like a circle, a white circle, and a woman with to... lipstick. It looks like she's writing on something. Oh, there, the big reveal. There's Glenn Hughes and Petherall, and we know it's really them. But it started off with the woman saying the words. That's interesting. Oh, there we go. There's the money shot, John. <laughs> she's the woman a, with she's the, on two phones. <laughs> the woman with the red uh, sunglasses has a red phone in one hand and a white phone in another with these giant 80s receivers, just one to each ear. Um... Yep. I mean, yep. she's got the so. the the red emergency phone that calls the fire department and the white courtesy <laughs> phone that you would pick up at the airport. So we I don't think know I had that white phone, here. actually. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she, she, does, she does time not. on the. Oh, that's what it is. So now they're zooming out on the and it looks like she she must have written Hughes Thrall and lipstick on the wall and lipstick. Yeah. That's gonna be uh, it's real so basically we we got the same we got the <laughs> you're such a dad you're like oh, <laughs> man I wonder what they clean I've, that up with yeah it's where my mind goes but um but yeah it seems like this the theme of this video is similar to the other one um except you know what I mean like yeah like, except they're just doing some different stuff with it very very similar in in the way it looks yeah. So there's Glenn Hughes just plucking away at his base. It's got one of those telephone, uh, that's probably on purpose, one of those telephone style uh, quarter inch uh, jacks for his base. Um, I used to have one of those. Me too. I don't know what the, like, the purpose of them is. So And then there's like a it's woman wrench, walk, walking around in the background there. Oh, she's dancing. Glenn looks a little bit more with it in this one. Yeah, and uh, Thrall looks like Tom Petty in this he one. He does. He does. He has hair and everything. <laughs> maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's Hughes Petty. <laughs> this is the next project. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, Hughes Petty. Oh, yeah, there she is dancing with a half shirt that's like falling off her shoulder. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The classic oh, yeah. 80s falling off the shoulder. Yeah. It's like a shirt with a belt. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, this was back before they realized that. that you're probably supposed to get dancers to dance moves. So they just like, you know, again, just get, you know, we're hiring for 80, hot 80s chicks. Um, you don't need to dance, but you're going to be dancing in a video. And this was in the early days. So they soon figured out, you know, there are hot chicks that can also dance. We should probably go with go with them you know she's she's got some okay moves but better than me well i mean you know they probably came up and they were just like you know hey we just need some broad to go up there and move around yeah exactly should i hire a dancer <laughs> don't waste my time hiring a dancer we gotta get this thing made They're standing uncomfortably close to each other. I don't know if it's like just the COVID day and age, but it's just—it's kind of like Glenn. He's doing a guitar solo. Give him a, give him a, give, leave enough room for the Holy Ghost here. I mean, <laughs> the Holy Ghost. I don't like the. I just don't like the, just the standing and like the the swaying and the bobbing and everything like that. It's like you know what it makes me think of now that I think about it. You remember when I I told you about the the Dio hologram? Mm, mm-hmm. He did that kind of shit. Yeah. Like the 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 actor that they had or, you know, whoever to do that. Um, like, I don't remember what the technology is, but obviously it wasn't Ronnie doing the movements. Mm-hmm. They had a somebody go in there, some kind of motion, you know, person doing the motions. But it was that kind of like, like unnatural swinging back and forth or doing this kind of thing. Where it's like, when you see that kind of thing, you can tell that it's forced, you know, whereas it's like when they showed the clip of like California jam and you saw, you know, from the first clip you showed and you saw he was running around. It's like, well, that's obviously very natural because. Yeah. And this had to be a, a bad move by the director saying, no guys, stay, we're going to do a tight shot, stay close to each other and just kind of dance where, like I said in the previous video, if they just said, pretend you're on stage doing this and do what you do, or even maybe brought in a small crowd to watch them actually lip sync it like live then I'm sure it would have looked a lot more natural. But yeah, it looks, you know, they're not actors. They're not dancers. They're uh, musicians and they, they could, they're great on stage and they look great on stage. They could have used to actually make it a stage. Charles got some good moves right there. He's looking a little more natural. Yeah. I think it's funny how they just like, you you know that the drummer isn't even anybody. The drummer is just a pair of hands because they didn't even show his face. They didn't even show his silhouette. <laughs> no. Like they're just like, they're just zoning in on him, like hitting the, the crack. He seems to be hitting the right it. stuff. So, I mean, it's probably somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's obviously not like Frankie Benali or anybody. Like they don't they don't care about no, the no. Band. This is Hughes like, Thrall, not Hughes Thrall and and friends. What what is that weird friends. pulsating thing? <laughs> They're on this like so. Hughes and Thrall are uncomfortably <laughs> close, like almost back to back on this cube that has a big pulsating oval underneath it that looks kind of just like disturbing. And this woman is is stalking around it in her 
shirt with a belt and there's there's fog all around. Let's see where where this goes. Is it supposed to is it supposed to be a speaker? Oh, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it doesn't that's look like any speaker I've ever seen, but that's the only thing I could It looks like almost like an alien's going to pop out of there or something. <laughs> close up of her rear end and she's like kind of like bobbing back and forth there doing a little dance in time with the music whoa Hughes is definitely a lot more alert on this video shoot he's He's zipping all around. He's making some really fast motions with his bass. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, um, you know, um, really, really, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn, I love you. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Oh, there's your girl with the two phones. The woman... <laughs> I, I like that though when they had the woman like 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 uh, what do you call it lip sync his scream and then they cut back to her and she just was kind of laughing like smiling. Yeah, I thought that was. I mean, when you compare this with other videos in the in the this is the very very early days of of the popularization of music videos. This is not. Um, this this is not like below the level of quality you'd expect. I mean, it's pretty run of the mill. No. It's it's not like a. It's about what I expect. Yeah, it's not like it's not thriller, but it's it's um if you turn if you take any random <laughs> video from 1982 that was on 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 frequent rotation on MTV, you're not going to find much that are a heck of a lot better than this. Funny about <laughs> it's just what? when they're in the I just got back it up just an inch here like that little like Hughes and um Hughes and Thrall together like bebopping around in that little window like they're in this little square window together it's just something about the way that they're like bopping around together that just really cracks me up like watch this let's watch this again It's just there's something about the way that Hughes is like going back and forth like that. It's just I love it. I love this video. I would love to see a uh, a re a remastered version of both of these. These are great. Now, where did you get? The, did you pull this off YouTube or? Yeah, I just pulled it off YouTube, and it, I couldn't find many versions that were any oh, okay. any better than this. And then it cuts back to that same like weird. It's a, more like an LED sort of. You know what? You it. know what I think it is is like a um. Uh, what do you call it? The the, the equalizer thing. Oh, like a graphic EQ. Starts. Yeah, it might be because when when the music faded yeah, away, it kind of went down. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, saw, I didn't see it at the beginning, but I, I kind of picked up on it at the end because you're right. It looked like a runway. Like I didn't have a frame of reference also because it's so blurry. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't really tell what the hell is going on. But I love it. the woman with the two telephones and the red glasses, like exceeded my <laughs> expectations for what was going to happen. Like, I just thought they'd have like, you know, some lady like, like on a phone, like, hello. And instead they just had this like crazy, like, you know, playboy model, like, you yep. know, like, eh, you know, working two working two lines, you <laughs> Work, know, working two Pretty lines. <laughs> She's working two lines. Yeah. <laughs> It was before a call waiting too, so you Glenn needed two working. phones. Glenn was working the third line. <laughs> oh jeez. Um All right, I'm um, so you know what? He's gonna hear this and someday and just like well, hate Glenn, us. No, he's gonna hate gonna, he's gonna hate you. I haven't said anything bad about him. Um but but Glenn <laughs> You laughed. You laughed. Glenn Hughes does stated on many occasions that he does not remember the eighties, so um well, maybe I'm like, you know, watch. This He's going to watch because he was like, oh, like, use, oh, use 12 videos. I've never seen them. I want to. <laughs> Let me. The... Well, there there are there are times where like people have made videos or movies or whatever and oh. never seen their like they've starred in it, but never seen the, the play. Oh, sure. Isn't that like Adam parts. Driver? Like says like he he never watches anything he does. Like he's like got like a big phobia about it or whatever. So could be. Mm. Um all right, so th those are the only two songs from the Hughes Thrall album, but Hughes Thrall were not done. And um, they did come together again for another um, another song. Um, so do you remember the movie Dragnet? Uh, hmm. no. you know, it, well, I mean, maybe. It was Tom, yeah. Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. And they, oh, there yeah. was like this pagan cult and they were like, what, what, I forget the plot. I've seen that movie like for some some astronomical number of times. It was just one of those ones that was always on and I just always watched it. Um, wow. But yeah, it's Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd in this movie Dragnet. So if you haven't seen it, it's based loosely on the um, TV show, which I guess would have been from like the 50s. I watched the TV show as a kid too, but... Um, the movie I've seen like a million times. So Dan Aykroyd is Joe Friday and um, Tom Hanks is uh, Pep Strebeck. Um, Christopher Plummer is in it and um, a bunch of other people. Dabney Coleman, a bunch of other people. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's, you know, just a typical 80s movie. Um, but Hughes Thrall came together once again to work, to do a song for the soundtrack of Dragnet. Um, so... Hmm, I didn't know this. So yeah, so this is so this song is called um, "City of Crime," and the notable thing about this is that you uh, the main vocalist is not Glenn Hughes. The main vocalists are Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks doing a rap, and Glenn Hughes comes in to sing the chorus. Like he's so it's like Glenn Hughes is singing the hook, and Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks are singing the or rapping the verses um you're looking at me like i'm making this up but i promise it's true yeah yeah i feel like you're lying <laughs> it's, a, 
Well, why would it, that, that, if this is not if this is not proof that Hughes didn't know what the hell was going on in the eighties, then nothing is. Well, pretty soon I'm gonna have to put up or shut horrible. up. So, <laughs> so this was. Um, so I don't know where this was used on the film. I feel like it might have been like um, over like the closing credits or something. Um, so it was it was it was released as a as a promo to, to kind of promote the film, and this this would have been. I know when I saw this again, I was like, oh, I have seen this before. I just never made the connection that it was Glenn Hughes. Um, so here we go. This one might take a little bit more analysis as we kind of digest what's going on here. But here is Tom Hanks, Dan Aykroyd, and Hughes Thrall uh, doing City of Crime. City of Crime. My name is Friday. I carry a badge. 3.15 a.m. Thursday, January 15th. It was chilly that morning in the City of Angels. On this particular occasion, we happened to witness a pagan ritual in progress. So, here's... It starts off... This is kind of the conclusion. They're, they're, they're cracking down on this, like, pagan cult. And this is... Um, mm. This is it. And in, in the movie, it stands for people against goodness and normalcy, pagan people against goodness and normalcy. So this is the opening of the video it takes place at this at this pagan cult. So you're going to see the typical 80s movie soundtrack uh, motif of little clips from the movie interspersed with um, kind of the actors on a set looking like them. Kind of like the. it's very reminiscent of like the Ghostbusters video you know you've got them on kind of a set sort of in character and also dan Aykroyd was in that video too <laughs> um and then, and then you've got them intercutting uh parts of the movie so here we go see that stream we're just in time we have stumbled into a major crime they got the girl off right now that's not nice i think she is the subject of a sacrifice <laughs> i think tom hanks he could have been in the beastie boys <laughs> Definitely I was a lot gonna of, say, uh, Tom a lot Hanks of is a much better rapper than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> he could have he could have replaced Ad Rock oh if something God. happened to him. Buddy, we're putting this party on ice. But don't you know we really ought to read them their rights? Read them their rights. Read them their rights. Well, I'm here tonight to rap about your rights. Because right now you're in trouble. All right, so now they're in, they're in like the uh, the precinct, uh, whatever offices at the station, and you've got a bunch of people in goat leggings and like um, goat skulls or whatever they are. Um, and here, they're, the right. Friday and Strebeck are are appro are uh, confronting them, I guess. So now there's a choreographed dance beginning with Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Um, uh, man, we, I think we're going to have to, uh, uh, in our next episode, we're going to have to <laughs> review the movie Dragnet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they're doing a, uh, they're doing uh, a, a choreographed dance here in the precinct with all of these pagans around, uh, a waiting processing, it looks like. So there's there's Husey coming in with the with the chorus. Now was he in the video? Ah, uh, I don't think so. I think he just just his vocals. Play. 
so yeah, you got a pretty good, a uh, pretty good powerful. <laughs> it's one of those things where you you can see Hughes um, recording this and doing it, having no idea what they're going to do with the rest of it, and then seeing it and being like, "Oh my god, what what have I <laughs> what have I got into?" Um, it's actually, not that bad. It's wait, actually not bad. It almost oh. looks like Glenn Hughes right there in the pagan costume. Is that him? Maybe on the left, uh, and then on the far end, maybe that's yeah, the no, guy's the holding right. a guitar. So, oh, I'm sorry, the left. Maybe, maybe this is them. Let's 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 look and see if we can tell. And it is our job. Yeah, that's Glenn Hughes. <laughs> look at on the left. So Glenn Hughes is in the video as one of the pagans, and that must be Pat Thrall down at the end with the guitar. Yeah. And I don't know who that is in the middle. It looks like Bill Murray, but probably not. Although at this point, why not? To bust you all for being violent. While we are here, let's state it clear. You have the right to remain silent. Well, excuse me, come up, Mr. Crabstone. I don't know who this is. Some guy with like spiked hair has has stood up. He's sitting between Hughes and Thrall here, and he's protesting Joe Friday's accusations. But I agree with you. I think Tom Hanks is pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's like. Damn, you know, he's giving like, he's one of the a, like a hidden talent. He's you know? giving it a hundred percent, too. He's not even though this is the most ridiculous thing. One of the most ridiculous <laughs> things I've ever seen. He's not phoning it in. He's giving it a hundred percent. He's he's delivering the lines with such gusto. I mean, it's just when you don't think that like. Tom Hanks can't get any better. You know, you're just like, wow, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not love Tom Hanks? Like, what's not to love about Tom Hanks? Like, what like what has he ever done that's like never been any good? No, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen all of his movies, but uh, yeah, he's pretty he's a pretty likable guy. Right, let's see what let's see what Hughes and Thrall are up to back there. There, so Hughes and Thrall just jumped, stood up, and like and joined him in unison to kind of uh, yell at Detective Joe Friday. So there. <laughs> You're totally right. This could have been a freaking Beastie Boys song. Yeah, I love it. It could have. Dan Aykroyd is, is holding Tom Hanks back a little bit. I don't know if it's because he's got a few more reservations about this. This was Dan, Dan Aykroyd was a pretty well established guy at this point. Tom Hanks was still in his like coming off of bosom buddies phase and not quite. The, he wasn't the Tom Hanks as we know him today. He was obviously doing well for himself. But um, I, I think I think uh, Tom Hanks had a little more to lose at this point than Dan Aykroyd would have. Like, and now there's like everybody's involved in the dance and they're almost doing like walk like an Egyptian sort of uh, sort of choreography. And the, the people, the, I mean, you think that it, fit, it fits like their their personalities, too, because Aykroyd has never been like he's always been kind of like um, a little more reserved. Mm -hmm. And like uh, Tom Hanks is like, you know, kind of had that crazy like energy. So I can see, you know, that. I don't know. Everybody's playing to their strengths here. I love Hughes in the chorus here. He sings the chorus like awesome. 
He's great. And then all, all of these, like this, there must be like so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight or nine um, police officers. Police officers have stepped up. They've all got identical hairdos and skirts on and they're all dancing behind. And they're all obviously real dancers, unlike Hanks and Aykroyd, who are doing a serviceable job. I wouldn't be doing any better, but they clearly are not uh, trained dancers. Oh, so all the so that the there's three <laughs> officers on the desks in high heels, and they have they have tear away like police officer uniforms and rip them all off. And but now they look like they're filming like an aerobics video from the '80s. It's not like they're not in lingerie or anything. They're in like leotards, sort of, right? Like right. like high waisted, um, like exercise wear. It's a new sensation. Here we go. Yeah, work the out there. We're gonna answer some questions. And have some refreshments. <laughs> so one of the uh, all all of the file cabinets in this police station are designed are, are like um, uh, designed to hide like speakers or apparently like uh, a rollout bar and such. Very odd. What's your full name? What were you doing on January fifteenth of this year? All we want is the truth, Mister. What were you doing in the location in question? What is the purpose of your pagan organization? So now I don't know who this guy is. I think it would be really interesting to know. Um, there, there's this like third, per the guy that was between Hughes and Thrall now is kind of getting his own vocal. Yeah. Um, yeah are you looking him up? Yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to look it up right now to see who who that guy. No, this was the guy that was between. He was between Hughes and Thrall before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's got kind of like he has almost like the yeah. punk looking hair. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really finding much about him. So if you're, if you, if you're hip to who this guy is, you're going to have to let us know, but, um, well, let's see here. You got the cast of characters here. Glenn Houston, Pat Thrall as Pat Thrall, um, on the IMDB, it just has Dan Aykroyd, Tom Hanks, and it has Glenn Hughes as Pagan and Pat Thrall as Pagan. It doesn't list this guy at all. So, but he's a different, he's a, he's a different voice. So I don't know who, who he is. Each Pat Thrall produced by JB Moore and Robert Ford. Well, that's about it. Maybe it's, maybe it's JB Moore. Let's, let's uh, see how this goes. So now all of these police officers are down. They're doing this this very like, you know, they're doing these slow splits and kicking their legs and in sync a synchronized police officer dance here. The standard uh standard police officer dance that happens at most precincts, I'm sure. Oh, now the, the police station has turned into a club. Yeah, now that it's a club and there's some hunky police officers that look like they just got back from bike duty. Um, yeah, it's really getting real now. A lot, nice little light show. Hughes and Thrall are kind of 
cr- stalking around with their instruments on, but still s- in their pagan gear. Oh, I think that's Aykroyd and Hanks doing the oh, do, it? doing yeah. walking like an Egyptians. So now Dan Aykroyd is in one of those like go-go dancer cages beside the stage, um, <laughs> but he's dressed up like a like a like a bicycling police officer. Like to do things my way. Don't get memory lost, who's the boss? Don't forget, my name is Friday. Friday. I'm the man of the hour. The power of power. I'm the arm of the law. The very last straw. I'm on the side of the right. I couldn't wait night. If you get me up tight, I am a right I'm as strong as the army. Never can hurt me. Coming down like a hammer. Get ready for a <laughs> Very abrupt ending oh. there. Oh, oh just how it's like the, the 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 freaking energy that Tom Hanks like threw behind like his vocals was just like in, in, insane. So funny. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, like I said, he's really belting like, out just, every line. Just like he put it all out there. Oh God, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I gotta say, if that were if if that were like a single around the album or if they made a second album that were all stuff like that, I would have, I would have bought it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's no question. I'm surprised at like, I started off being like, Oh, this sounds terrible, like a terrible idea, but now I'm like sold on it. Now there's like nothing else I would rather have. <laughs> exactly. It, you, yeah. You go the whole spectrum of just being like, this is terrible too. I, I, I need an entire album of this, but interesting that that's like the kind of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, they kind of just they did a couple other songs like they had a song that appeared on like the Phenomenon album that you know they just never really recorded as Hughes and they have a few other things but then it's it's odd that they pushed it this long and then at this point 87 this one of five years later they teamed up to do this very very strange but I'm glad that they mm-hmm. did very glad that they did so there you have it. There's some Hughes Thrall videos. A little bit of a, a shorter episode than our normal episode, but um, a little different than our normal episode. But something I think that ha- kind of had to had to be put out there. And I gotta say, as we get into the '80s and bands start actually doing videos, there'll probably be more like bonus episodes or episodes devoted to the video work. Because I know, like, as soon as soon as we get into a little bit more of JLT Rainbow, they've got quite a few videos. Most of which are pretty amazing. Some that I really can't wait to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, right. those early days of videos when people didn't really know what they were doing, it's it's kind of a beautiful thing. And now everything's so overproduced. And you know, if you turn on, well, you know, I guess you don't really watch MTV. I don't know that anybody still watches MTV. But if you look on YouTube or whatever, the people that are re- releasing videos are releasing really high quality, polished, produced videos. And back then it was just, sometimes it was, you know, what's the video? It's, um, is it my Sharona or, or I love rock and roll, whatever. It's like just a white background. And they're just like <laughs> dancing around with n- not even a background, you know, it's just, it was, it was a simpler time. And, uh, you know, a lot of that, a lot of it is kind of crappy, but it's also, uh, you can't help but 
feel heartwarmed looking at that sort of stuff and thinking about that time. Thinking about watching MTV and waiting for that video you wanted so you could record it off of the off of MTV. I did that with Ghostbusters. You'd, so you'd always miss like the first few seconds of the video. <laughs> and then you'd have like, here's a, the Ghostbusters video starting 10 seconds in. I'm so excited. I can watch it whenever I want now. Yeah, I know. God, I remember those days. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's 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 funny having a nostalgia for a far crappier time, because um, obviously thing things are absolutely indescribably better now, just as far as being able to find the stuff that you want. But there was something about that thrill of the hunt and actually going after it and finding it, and um, like I said, clipping off the first few seconds of it, and it was it was very exciting. Now you're just like, oh, what can I think about it? If I think of it, I just type it in, and boom, there it is. So especially, exactly. especially having kids no, now and, and seeing how they how they react to it and how they react when you're they're like uh, look look this up and you and you're like no that's not a thing you can look up and they just look at you like you're crazy like but anything you type in you can have immediately that's how the world works um, that's well, not they're gonna be I'm sure nostalgic someday like 30 years from now they're just gonna be like remember when you had to type things in and now you just think of it and it shows <laughs> up you know you'd be like oh yeah I remember. Yeah, and anyone that's got aphantasia well, yeah, could just... Yeah, <laughs> used to have to, like, wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? You're like, what What did you do? And, you, you know, you know, there was no such thing as binge-watching. you just like, wow, that was a really good episode. Well, I guess I'll just wait until next week at this time, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to see it. Almost unthinkable yeah. now. Yeah, that, that was even... Well, that was even happening, like, you know, a few years ago. Like, yeah. let's say like five, ten years ago, where it's like even even with like DVR and stuff like that, there was no binge watching. So even say like five, like I want to say like five years ago, right? Um, well, Netflix has like, been out for you know, a while. Five, five to five to yeah, about five to ten years ago, before Netflix streamer, before I got it, anyways. I remember like you know, and I had only cut the you know, and I was like a little bit late to cutting the cord too, and getting like um like YouTube TV and stuff like that. Um. And just going with streaming services, but it's like, I remember like, you know, I would like build up on episodes yeah. so I could binge watch things like that was a concept, but I would like, it would take like a few weeks of like, oh, okay, now I have like three or four episodes of like whatever the show was. And I'd watch it where it's now they're just like, eh, here's the yeah, whole season, you know, exactly at midnight, the entire season you know, drops. You Exactly. And then all of a sudden it's just like, great. Uh, you know, I just watched all of Cobra Kai and now I have to wait another like friggin' two years for it to come out come out with another <laughs> one or year or whatever. Something like that, you know, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a ma- it's a magical kinda time crazy. now. And we've we've taken you back to a, a less magical time, but but in some ways more magical. Because how often would you be able to get together Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd to do a rap with Glenn Hughes? Who who cares about this the follow up Pat uh Hughes Thrall album? We need the follow up Ackroyd Hanks Hughes Thrall album. Now that would be an entire <clears throat> album. I was I was this many years old when I found out that all existed. So <laughs> it's I funny because I was I, today years old. Like I said, I I I had seen that video as a kid. Um and I of course never pieced it together until very recently. And I I've seen I've seen that movie strangely so many times. Um and it's uh I think I might revisit that movie sometime soon. It's not particularly good, but it's worth you know it's worth watching for <laughs> nostalgia purposes. 
think of a simpler time. And I also, I'm curious as to where and if that kind of pops up in the movie, I'd be interested to see. So, all right, everybody. Well, that those are the Hughes Thrall videos, and I'm afraid that's pretty much the end of the Hughes Thrall videos. So, if you are not a fan of Hughes Thrall, you'll be very happy because this is probably the last we'll be covering of any of it. But I've I've enjoyed the Hughes Thrall, the two Hughes Thrall episodes we've done. So, we bid uh, Hughesy Thrall and Ackroyd and Hanks adieu. And next week we'll be back at you with some other nonsense. You're, you're lucky, so and so. <laughs> All right, talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Deep Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear and would like more episodes in the future, please donate on Patreon to support the show. You can also give us a rating on iTunes to help new people discover the show. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for show updates. See deeppurplepodcast.com for more details. Thank you for listening. I'm not getting any Yeah, I'm not getting audio. any I'm not getting any audio either. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> great. That's a great start to this whole thing. So no audio, no visuals. How's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>